hey, hey, hey out there. Hello, hello. It's your girl, Shabella Martin, and welcome to another episode of the Courageously You podcast. I am excited. Can't you tell? I'm excited when we get together and we're able to dive into the Word of God. We get to hear the Father speak to us. We get to uh, allow God to transform and change the trajectory of our lives that once we were in a one place, we get to go to another place in wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of who he is. We get to be so just enthralled by the word of God. Yes, we get to be addicted to the word of God. It's not good enough just to read one time, but when you start reading, my God, you begin to say, wow, I didn't know that was in there. My God, I had no idea the father said this about me or God said that about me. And so that's why we dig into the word of God. Yes, so we can be transformed and changed by the renewing of our mind. It's nothing like having the mind of Christ. Amen. So go get your Bibles, your highlighters, your pens, your notebooks, your brothers, your sisters, or whoever you know that would be blessed by this podcast. And let's go to Romans chapter 12. And what I love about um, this chapter is we get to find out how we can please God. What's acceptable to God as we live this Christian journey. Amen. Yes, there are requirements um, as we are believers that God has uh, desired for us. There are requirements. Yes, there's a lifestyle. It's not just hit and miss here nor there. No, it is a lifestyle, a lifestyle of goodness, a lifestyle of righteousness, a lifestyle of holiness. You don't really hear holiness too much. Yes. God says, be ye holy for I, the Lord, your God am holy. So there are requirements. There's expectations that the father has from us as his children. And what I love about it is it's not just this rigid expectation just because no, these are expectations that we can have a grander relationship with God. Amen. That we're not just seated on the outer court. We're not not just sitting on the fence, but no, we're actively involved with the God that created the heavens and the earth. Yes, we can have an ongoing flourishing relationship with God that made the heavens and the earth when we have a lifestyle that is pleasing and glorifying God. So go with me to Romans chapter 12, verse one, and the, the captions is, a living sacrifice. Yes, you and I is no more. And why did he say living sacrifice? Because there's no more bulls and goats. That's what was the requirement. That was what the, they did in the back in the day in the Old Testament. The bulls, the goats, the lambs, all those animals had to be sacrificed. The blood had to be shed uh, for, you know, an atonement for man's sins, for mankind's sins, right? And so now our bodies, amen, are God's temple and we can present them to God. We can present our bodies to God. Nobody has to drag us. Nobody has to force us. Nobody has to put handcuffs on us or make us do something. No, it's a willing a willingly desire, yes, a willing desire to serve God because Jesus Christ willingly gave his life for us. And so verse one says, therefore, I urge you and, and see it's it's it, it is a benefit to give our lives to God. I 
urge you. I I just really, really desire with everything that you have. Come on. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Do you realize that your body no longer belongs to you? Amen. Your body no longer belongs to you. No, you didn't make yourself. No, you didn't create yourself. No, you just didn't pop up in this world because you just, you know, had to be here. No, God made you for a specific task, for a specific purpose, for a specific reason, and he made you for himself. And so our requirements in order to be able to have this commune, this fellowship that will ultimately was God's idea in the beginning. Yes, God's idea was for him and I, you and I, mankind, those that receive Christ. You know, what? let me take that back. Even before the world began, Adam and Eve had this beautiful, flourishing relationship with God until sin entered to the world, right? And so now that's why Jesus had to come because if sin would never have entered to the world, Jesus wouldn't have never had to come because we would have had this flourishing, vital relationship. There would be no murdering. There'd be no killing. There would be no sin in the world. And so that's why my friend Jesus had to come to atone man's sin, to bring man back to God because what sin did separated it from the relationship that God had originally um, marked out, planned out for us in the beginning. Amen. And so he said, I urge you, it's not a suggestion that we give our lives to God. And see, this is the thing. Some Christians think that they can just live and they can just do whatever they please and still have a flourishing relationship with God. How crazy is that? That's just like you having kids. You have children and you have one child that does everything you tell them to do. They clean up their room. They wash the dishes. They do their chores. They serve, you know, their parents. They honor. They love uh, their siblings. They're just these good. They're just a good kid. But then you have another kid. No blast. No shame on, on kids that are not doing this. And so you can, you know, begin to start if, if you listening to this podcast. So you have some kids that they don't do anything that you tell them, you know, you got to talk to them 15, 20 million times before they even do anything. And when they do it, they got an attitude, you know, will you give your, are you willing to give your kids something when they ask for it? When they just don't listen and they don't do what they're told and they're disrespectful, they're rude, they're unkind, they're always getting in trouble. Those children you still love, but you don't want, you don't give them everything that they want. And like the child that does, yes, you love them. Yes, there's boundaries, but it gives you great pleasure to bless them because they're obedient. And that's the thing is that as Christians, God is requiring us to live an obedient life. I'm going to say that again. As Christians, those that put their faith and their trust and their confidence in Jesus Christ, not just as their Savior, but their Lord, those 
Those are the ones I'm talking to. Those are the ones that, that belong to, to God. Those are the ones that God is saying, uh, I want for you to live a particular type of way because I want you to get in alignment. See, when we're living a, a, an obedient life, we're lining ourselves up to the will of God. We're lining ourselves up to the will of God and that when the blessings come, they come because we're been lined up. Not that, not that we're perfect, not that we don't sin, but that we consciously and intentionally are living a life to please and glorify God. Not the ones, not the, the ones that say they're Christians. And then I know this is, this is pretty controversial controversial, you know, uh, uh, this, some, you may not never hear this. You may never hear this, um, between the ones, the Christians that are really, really living this life for Jesus and the ones that are saying, Lord, Lord, but then he's going to say, I never knew you depart from me because you're a worker of iniquity. You just did what you wanted to do, but you just wanted to go to heaven. I'm talking to the ones Paul is talking to the ones and addressing the ones that are really, that are Christians and that have made it up in their mind that they want to go all the way and they want to live for Jesus. So this is the requirement to present our bodies as a living sacrifice that we don't own ourselves. And he says, holy, and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. So this is our reasonable service. This is something that we get to do because he gave us life. This is something that we get to show our gratitude, our thanks, our, our, our thankfulness, um, our appreciation to God that we're giving our lives to him, that I'm no longer my own. I've been bought with a price. You and I've been bought with a price that we don't call the shots of our life, that we live unto God, glory to God, because he paid the horrific debt so we can have a relationship with God, that we can be reconciled to God. So this is our reasonable service. This is nothing, something spectacular, something grand, something that's, uh, uh, you know, that we cannot do. It's something that he's saying, I want you to do, present your bodies to me as a living sacrifice. And I want you to be set apart. They're, they're a Christian that has their identity in Christ knows who they are and knows exactly how the father, uh, what the father is calling them to do and calling them to live and how he's calling them to live that a Christian, we just can't do anything. It's not about rules and regulations and guidelines. It's about conviction. It's about having the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Come on. And not wanting to grieve or to quench the Holy Spirit, not to put his fire out. So when we're intentionally wanting to live for God, there's a certain way that we're, we're keen. We're, we're so fine. We're so aware of when we do sin that we sinned against God and we can repent. And that's not something that we try to do. It's not something that we take pleasure in doing. Oh, well, God will forgive me. I'm under grace now. The devil's a liar. And so we need to begin to know truth. And, and, and I think that's where the rubber meets the road is when we begin to walk in truth. You know, I think that's when your life begins to really thrive. I know mine has. When you walk in truth, your life begins to really thrive and God will use you as a individual like he's never used anyone before when we are submitted to him, when we commit, uh, submit our bodies, when we commit our bodies to him and we bring it to him as a living sacrifice. This is true, proper worship. Come on. 
My God. Listen. If we live a life pleasing to God, we're presenting our bodies. We ain't calling the shots. We're submitted to the spirit of God. We're doing everything that we can by the spirit of God to live a life that is acceptable unto God. We're holy, you know, living a holy separated life. He calls this proper worship. Do you hear me? This is Bible. This is not something that I made up. If you read your Bible and it costs more than a dollar, it's not altered. It's right there. It says this is our proper worship. And that's um, verse number one, 12 and one. This is your true proper worship. When we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, we're coming to him and we're saying, here I am, Lord. I belong to you, Father. I'm no longer my own because I've been bought with a price. You purchased me with your own precious blood. I'm giving myself away. I'm doing what you want me to do. It may not be popular with man. It may not be popular with the world, but it does not matter. My surrender is true and proper worship. That's number one. It's not just the lifting of the hands. And then the lifestyle is raggedy. It's not just lifting up the hands and the lifestyle is raggedy. It's obedience and surrender. He says, you know, I think it's in Psalms, Psalms 51 or along there. It talks about, you know, that's not what you want is burnt offering and sacrifice. You want a broken and a contrite spirit. God don't want the, 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 you to give them stuff and you thinking you're honoring and pleasing him when the lifestyle is raggedy. You're not giving him your life. He wants our life. And then when we give him our life, that's true and proper worship. I know I'm talking to somebody. I know this is Bible study. I know that this is, this is, this is, it's not so much as hardcore. This is just truth. And we've gotten away from the truth. We, we've gotten away from the truth. Everybody, you hearing everybody, my truth, my truth. No, God says, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. If you want to know truth, we got to go to the Bible. If we want to know what true, proper worship is, we got to have a relationship. We can't just come, you know, just giving him half, half our life and raggedy and, and riding the fence. We got to live holy. And this is what this podcast, I'm not judging and, and pointing a finger, but we are going to stand before God at that judgment seat of Christ, that beam of seat of Christ and get our reward. And I want my reward. Do you want your reward? Amen. And God can use an available vessel in a powerful way. In verse two, it says, do not conform with this world. And to conform is to have the mindset, the lifestyle, the habits, and the way of thinking that we can't think like the world. We can't be like the world. We can't blend in with the world. That's a separated life. And this is what he's telling us, that we got to bring our bodies and bring it into subjection and then come to him, give it to him, offer it to him. And it's a reasonable, it's a reasonable sacrifice. Amen. 
And so he says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So how do we get transformed? How do we not be like the world by renewing our minds, getting in the word? When's the last time you read your word? When's the last time you sought the face of God? When's the last time you submitted and said, God, I want you to save me all over again. Do a work in me all over again. I want you to feel me all over again. I want to have that encounter with you all over again. I know it's not just one time, glory to God, but God wants a relationship. He wants it constant. He wants it fervent. He wants it heated. He wants us to be zealous in our, in our, our love for him and our discovery for him. I pray that this, these first two verses have blessed you. I'm going to continue with another episode. So please stay tuned to um, just presenting our bodies. That's what God requires is just bringing our bodies, not bringing our mouths, bringing our lip service, talking about how much we love God, but really surrendering our lives to Jesus Christ. I pray that this message has blessed you. Until we meet again, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.